The Rick Jensen Show on 1017 FM, 1150 AM, WDEL, and streaming to your smart speaker and mobile device. So the question is, what should happen to Delaware State Police who knowingly violated a Delaware man's constitutional rights? They broke the law. What they did as police officers was illegal. And, and I know a lot of cops. I know a lot of police officers. And I, I love and respect them, so many of my friends who are. And they're not like this. Jonathan Guestford was given a citation and threatened for doing something that was perfectly legal. So uh, here's the situation. Let me just set this up, Jonathan, and we'll get to what you really want from this lawsuit, okay? So as you heard last half hour, there is a state trooper who was blocking a lane, 13 South, and uh, he stopped and said, uh, Officer, you're blocking a lane. I'm going to have to drive on the other side of the road. That's, he said, the cop said, no, you, you can just do what everybody else does. And he said, that's not good. So he called Troop 9, and they just laughed at him. So he decided that he was going to engage in perfectly legal civil protest. Went home with his son, made up a sign, said, speed trap ahead. And then he went off the road just north of the southbound 13 trooper, and he was perfectly legal off the road. Well, a couple of police officers didn't like that, Corporal Stephen Douglas and Officer Nicholas Gallo. And so they went and said uh, that they were threatening to arrest the guy and said that he was blocking traffic, which, of course, he couldn't possibly do because he was off the road. So they want to lick your boots, let them. You do what everybody else did, is what he was saying. He got cranky. And you know what I have? I'm not right over here. I'm not. He's not. He said he was on the road. Not on the road. He was not on the road, and the officers said that you're blocking the road. So the officers didn't like the guy, and uh, because uh, you know he was engaged in this perfectly legal civil protest. In fact, uh, they said that he's going to be trouble. And so that's what they threatened to do. They threatened uh, their outside conspiring, saying, here's what we could do. We, uh, we threatened him with taking his kid away from him and putting his dog in the impound. That's because they just don't like this, apparently. So anyway, uh, after destroying his sign, this Officer Gallo tore up the sign, which, by the way, is illegal. Officer can't just go ahead and destroy your property like that. Uh, he, he finally said, okay, fine, and he drove away. Well, uh, in doing so, he was angry, and he flipped them the bird. They didn't like that. He got down the road a bit, and they traveled at 90 to 100 miles an hour to stop him and pull him over for flipping the bird. And they discussed giving him a citation, arresting him for giving him the finger. Yeah, he, you know, we have no real basis to write him. It's going to get thrown out anyway. You know, that it's going to get thrown out. Um, that, that hand gesture thing, yeah, it's not, it doesn't count for, for, for finger, you know, for fingers, uh, middle fingers. So. So they knew what they were doing was wrong. I don't know if they're articulate enough to know it's unconstitutional. Background before we get back to Jonathan, all right? Uh, he mentioned New York. I mentioned Connecticut and Texas. 
there were people, two of them women, who held up speed trap ahead signs. Cops arrested them. Court threw it out. Why? Illegal arrest. The police broke the law. It's free speech, First Amendment rights. They weren't blocking traffic, anything like that. All right? Um, second, there is a, uh, a Sixth Circuit court decision, as well as multiple, I think it's like 17 or so, uh, decisions in state courts that say it's not legal to pull someone over because they're flipping you the bird. You may not like it. Maybe you don't like the fact that they're giving you the finger, but that's free speech. The First Amendment protects free speech that you don't like. And that is a comment about government and government employees. So that's illegal as well. So considering they did three things that were illegal, you know, the harassing him, tearing up his, uh, um, his property, conspiring to, uh, to take away his child and his dog based on just because they didn't like the guy. Oh, yeah. And, and then citation for the middle finger and everything. What should happen to these police officers? I mean, it's not like they need to go to school and learn the Constitution. Apparently, they already know it. It's 302-529-1017. Let's back, get back to Jonathan. So, Jonathan, I hope I uh, did a decent job of setting up your story and giving a synopsis there. Is there anything Absolutely. really, really important that I left out? Well, to, to take the focus off me and this particular situation, the, the thing that I like to let people know and to think about is you hear them conspiring against me, and that's bad for me. But these are the same people. Delaware doesn't take care of Brady listing officers that have testimony that's been found to be incredulous. So these are the people, Rick, inspiring as they were, knowingly going to arrest me. And, and ask yourself, what kind of person thinks about taking away a child that's done nothing to them because somebody didn't be deferential enough to them? These people are given wide latitude in court for their testimony and their reports, and they can ruin people's lives simply by deciding to do so. Would you want these troopers testifying against you or anyone you loved and not having open and transparent access to these tapes and what they did in this case? I mean, that, to, to a defense attorney, that would be an incredibly necessary bit of information because these people are not trustworthy and they are not abiding within the color of the law. And that's more important than what just happened to me. Because my situation isn't life or death, but what if they shoot someone? What if there's some real serious thing that occurs and they're trying to put someone away? I'll take a disorderly conduct charge to make a point to show my son right versus wrong. But what about someone getting really locked up and trashing their entire life? Because they are known liars, Rick, but they're going to be still patrolling. They're going to still be making testimony in court. That's the issue that I see. What do you want to happen with your lawsuit against the state police and these officers? A lot of what I had hoped for has occurred already. My main perspective was showing my son that you can, in fact, stand up against injustice from the state. Secondly, I wanted people to know what's going on, because I'm going to be honest with you. I knew there's some corruption. I, knew, I often found myself being in the camp that there's... It's the bad apple that makes the barrel rotten, but that's not what's happening here. When those phone calls that went in, some of the audio that you have, is Master Corporal Box calling the man, uh, Pops, Christopher Pops. He's who you get transferred to to initiate uh, complaints, citizen complaints, and 
for the, the beginning of the internal affairs investigation, he's rotten to the core. His response in regards to this wasn't to reprimand what he knew his officers did wrong. It was to do a further investigatory workup on me and try to guide his troopers in how they could arrest me and have it stick. That's corrupt well beyond the, the, tro- the, the, the individual trooper, corporal, or the person on the road performing traffic detail. There's a rottenness. So the, the idea that it's a single cop in the barrel, the barrel's rotten, Rick. So what do you want to see happen to uh, Corporal Douglas, Officer Gallo, and uh, Master Corporal Box? All three of them should be fired. At the very least, they should be Brady listed so their testimony is known and provided to any individual that they try to testify. If they get Brady listed, at least that stops them from moving up from the ranks, becoming detectives, and getting involved in stuff where their untruthfulness can seriously seriously wreck people's lives for the entire course of their life. I'd like to see them fired, but I don't believe that will happen. Uh, in case you're wondering, the Bray List is uh, the previous name for the potential impeachable disclosure policy and protocol. Bray List is a lot simpler to remember, and that includes police officers and others uh, where there could be a potential impeachment material in a court case and such. Basically, it's a... Uh, it's a list compiled by a prosecutor's office or police department that has the names and details of law enforcement officers who have had uh, known, that, in other words, they're known to be liars. It's been proven that they are liars and uh, and they cannot be trusted and their, their credibility is always in question. That's what the Brady list is, in case you're wondering what uh, Jonathan's talking about. I want to get to Mark real quick. Mark's a former police officer. Uh, Mark, it's Rick. You're on with Jonathan Gesford. Jonathan, I applaud what you're doing. I hope you're awarded a lot of money, even though I'm a taxpayer in the state of Delaware. And I agree with you, at least these troopers should be fired. Uh, I'm embarrassed. I really, really am. Uh, If they're going to arrest you, they might as well arrest Google, Waves, Microsoft, because... On my little GPS thing, it says speed trap ahead. Is it still there? Um, you you were doing no more than ways, and the trooper blocking the lane for radar, I mean, that's unconscionable. He should have said, I'm sorry, sir, let me move. Um, sorry to inconvenience you, and moved on. Uh, I would be arrogant. saying I'm going to go out. Yeah, he is arrogant, a godlike attitude, and I would venture to say he is prejudiced against whites. There, I've said I, it, I and I will believe it based on what he did to you. All right, uh, Jonathan, you want to address that? Well, for me, I, I don't really like to get involved. Like The, the motivation to me is as important. Like I, I don't know. There was a white cop there, two black cops. Uh, the white cop's the one that succeeded in attacking me and stealing. My issue is is not necessarily a racial situation. Uh, I don't I don't know what's inside someone's head. I can only go by verifiable actions, and their actions tell me that they believe they're above the law, that they believe that they're able to determine what's going to happen to people based on their thoughts and opinions. I, I, the motivation. Specifically racial, not racial, that, that really doesn't concern me. What concerns me is it's being done, and they know that it can be done with impunity. That's the problem. I want to get so to uh, another another caller here, Scott, at 302 tonight, 1017 Scott, you're on with John Gesford. Hey, how you doing? Uh, 
Well, first of all, you won't find anybody that's more pro-cop than me. But that being said, I can see a laundry list of violations that they did here. Uh, number one, uh, the, the, the perjury, because for them to file the charges on somebody when they know the situation isn't valid, they have to swear and affirm to any charges that they, you know, file on anybody. Then they're t- threatening to take their kid just as a weapon against something. Against it. They didn't do it, but I can see kidnapping if they tried that. Unlawful restraint, violations of uh, constitutional civil rights under color of law, conspiracy, uh, you know, all, all, all ter- you know, all types of charges are in there. But you got to get it out of the, you got to get it out of state court. That's number one. Uh, it's in federal court. Not only it's in federal court. It's in federal district court in Wilmington, okay, but I, that, I filed a 1983 lawsuit, so it's it's out of Delaware. It's in it's in the feds' hands. Yeah, because in Delaware, you, they can only award you uh, compensatory damage. That means your losses, which is you know if you can't show a financial loss, they they plus they can throw it out because they had that uh, what is that that immunity? Yeah, deal. yeah. Uh, uh, right now, I, here's what I want to get to is we're uh, we're short on time here. Uh, Scott, thank you for the call, my friend. I, I appreciate that. J- Jonathan, so what's yeah. your expectation from the federal court? What's what's your best hope? Um, if it that's scheduled, Ron has taken care of that and, and done an outstanding job. Uh, we're scheduled. He, he's got an expedited uh, hearing, which he got past the qualified immunity hurdle. That's not even involved, which I was surprised. That comes uh, November. My, I don't know that it'll go that far, but the very minimum I'm willing, if it's settled, out of court or whatever, is the officers are going to have to admit wrongdoing. They're going to like have to admit wrongdoing. Uh, if I have to go to court, which I will, then I want them found guilty. And I, I'm not done, Rick. I'm going to go on with advocacy, and I'm, it, it's going to be great teaching my son. But I'm going to, I'm going to suck it up. I tend to be. I find myself in a weird place because I tend to be right of center, and I have a lot of people looking at these videos and stuff and thinking that I'm like, a, a, like way to the left or something. I'm not. I find myself in very strange territory here. Uh, well, well, my, if I may, my, it's not strange territory to support the Constitution and civil rights. I, I mean. Uh, William F. Buckley Jr., leading voice of the conservative political movement in this country, uh, was known for freeing black men from jail back in the days, 50s and 60s, when he was working on that stuff. Uh, when, when conservatives would say, well, my gosh, what kind of a liberal are you? He said, no, uh, the law is for all people. And, and, and you know, when you're doing this, what you're doing is you're pointing out some, uh, some police officers who are abusing their power and authority, and there's everything conservative about that. So you're right of center, and in, in doing this, I would say my, my belief is that uh, these three are bad apples, like you said, spoiling the whole barrel. I have a hard time believing that the vast majority of state police officers in Delaware are bad apples like these guys. I, I really have a hard time believing that because I've met, oh I've God. known police officers. And I'm glad that you're doing this because this can actually be good for policing and for the citizenry of Delaware in the long run. But, Rick, when you look at how Christopher Pop reacted and then um, Barnett, the, the IA lieutenant that called me, he's, he's one and the same. This entire troop is corrupt. And I know it's very difficult to believe that, but what you got was a window. Hearing them, because they forgot to turn off their microphones for the dash cam, what you got to hear is how they are. 
And what you get to see, it gives you a glimpse. I know it's very difficult. It's hard for me. I find myself in a very strange position because historically I've supported police. I was a correctional officer. I told you that for, for six, almost seven years. Uh, I, what you're seeing here is the window of what they do and what they know they can get away with. And if these so-called good police were there, they would stand up. If there were good, if Christopher Pops was a good police officer, he's worked his way up through the ranks, and he's operating in the way that he knows politically is expedient for him. And his first response was to investigate me, not correct his officers. Corrupt. And I think if people take a few moments to recognize that, I think you all will realize it. There's a lot of cognitive dissonance here for me. But this gives you a window into what they are really like and what the culture is really like behind the scenes. And it really does a a great deal of service because it breaks down what the conservative or the right side of – because conservatives in general like things to remain as they are to a degree and move forward slowly because we want things – to be predictable, and we want to understand the world we live in, and we do that by looking at the past and creating cognitive schematas that allow us to view the world and to, to weigh information. And Correct. this really fractures that for a lot of people. But I ask you, Rick, before we go to the one bad apple deal again, think about the fact they didn't think anyone was ever going to hear what they were saying. And it went all the way up, and when Barnett called me, he was exactly like the rest of them, and he's the internal affairs investigator. Understood. I never got a result back to him. They're corrupt. So I believe the majority of them are. So regarding what you're looking for, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I, it's it's actually a, a horrible situation, and you're shining light on something that is disgusting. So I don't like it. So um, you're hoping uh, if there's a settlement in federal court that they will admit guilt. But I've never seen that happen and from my position of having read a lot of uh, lawsuits no, no, and, and such. Settle. Pardon me? To set, in order for me to – my attorney is working on that now. There's an offer in for settlement, but part of that offer is they admit their wrongdoing. In, in federal court, they're going to be found guilty. There's no way they get out of what they've done. So they're going to be found guilty. That part of it, if we have to actually go to court, will work itself out. They're guilty. Gotcha. Here's the day of the and it, for me to settle, what I want is, and we, this is part of the arrangement the attorneys work on, and Ron's doing a, a fantastic job. They, I need training, and I, and, and it, this isn't just a, a, a training issue because this is cultural and systemic in the state police. I believe that, but at least the point to start is a commitment by uh, what's the Melissa? I can't remember her name. The superintendent um, um, of, of the state police. She needs to recognize that she's got rotten ranks. And they need to train these officers on constitutional rights. And there also has to be real accountability, not like, don't you ever get caught doing this again? Because that's what they're concerned about right now. They're not concerned about what was done. They're concerned that they picked the wrong person to do it to. And now that it's out in the open, that's the concern. So I want retraining for the officers. And I'm not going to stop. I'm actually going to work with my lo- – I'm going to be getting in contact with my local – senator who is as far left as you can get and i normally wouldn't talk to but i believe that there's a chance she might be open to addressing qualified immunity rick i believe if police had to carry my wife is a professional she has to carry liability insurance to practice her profession police should not have qualified immunity and they should have to practice uh to keep their certificate of policing they should have to have liability insurance and when someone like me sues it shouldn't be coming out of the tax dollars i'm out of time here so keep in touch and thank uh, you for shining a light that we will definitely be in touch